What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the match because they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. Okay, everybody, welcome back to Theories Change, which is the quick recap of the Marvel Disney Plus series as they get released. Okay. Uh, now, we are at the halfway point of the six episode series. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So what we're going to do is we're going to explore this series, which is a jump in the fan service at its semi-finest, okay? And, it see, and, so, and see where it takes us, okay? And what we can gather from the intelligence shown to us in order to predict where the MCU is going, all right? Now, here's the deal. This show, just like its predecessor, WandaVision, Really, it's giving us character development, okay? We're getting a lot of that in these Disney Plus series so far. And we did not and would not get this kind of development for these characters in the movies. I mean, I guess that's why when I chat with some people, they are not feeling. That's the best way for me to say it. They say they're not feeling the Disney Plus series. It doesn't give them the straightforward, simple answers, okay? That's all that is. And my suggestion to a lot of those individuals, I think, people, just think. Use a little bit of the gray matter. Because here's the deal. This is the world post-blip. I really hate saying blip. You know, blip, they always got to go talking about the blip. post Thanos and his snap, okay? You know, and Tony's sacrifice. Post-Endgame world, all right? So, you know, making this, you know, the series, yeah, it, we could get into a whole bunch of stuff, but the bottom line is what they are doing, they are building the framework for the story. Now, it seems like the power broker is the main focus of my theories at this point, okay? I kind of said it last week, and I'm into it this week. But we're getting some great Easter eggs in this series, and it's the ability that these Easter eggs provide to either develop characters or tell stories of the past without damaging the MCU future. And with that, I got to say, well played, Kevin Feige. Well played. Love or hate him. This is well played in how your writers and all these guys are putting this together. So here's the deal. Last week, we got Isaiah Bradley. But this week, we got a softball thrown at us. And 
I know Marvel doesn't plan on traveling down this road just yet, but you know, it was nice to get it. And no, I'm not talking about Zemo with his fur collar, purple mask, and finding out he was a rich baron and not just a Sokovian special operations officer, as it was stated back in Civil War. But Welcome to motherfucking Madripoor, bitches. The most lawless place in the Marvel Universe. Home of everyone's favorite mutant when he's doing the most shady shit. Kicking back, chilling. My man, Logan. Hold on, let me cover his eye. Patch Howlett. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't feeling me on this one. But, you know, here's the deal. Even though it's only an Easter egg, it does set the stage, letting you know that the MCU is eventually going to integrate the X-Men universe when they finally decide to pop up into the MCU. So the deal is world building. That's what this series is continuing to do for phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, it is decidedly different from what we used to. No new heroes, like we said. No, just giving substance to the characters who played secondary roles during the Infinity Saga. You know, your Buckies, your Falcons, your 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 your, your Wandas. You know, they what they did? Did they have major impacts? on the story. No. But they were involved. You know, notice we're not getting a Disney Plus series on um the Hulk. We're not getting a Disney Plus series on Thor. We're not getting a Disney Plus series regarding um Black Widow, okay? They got that. they got movie movies, you know what I'm saying? But these guys need some history built up. So, hence the Disney Plus series. Now, some of y'all are going to sit back and say, well, what about Loki? Loki's getting the Disney Plus series. We're not going to talk about Loki. He's a special case. He is, he is something that's going to contribute to phase four. The big bad, I think it's going to be Kang. They mentioned he was going to be an Ant-Man in Quantumania. Not Loki, but Kang. But the time travel, quantum leap style crap that's going to go happening in Loki. Let, let's, 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 let's hold on to that till we get to see Loki. All right. So getting to my theory and the points for this week's theories change episode. Okay. It really doesn't change from last week. Power broker seems to have the same motivations as the comic book. And I'm going to focus on power broker. You know, the motivations in the comic, money, power. Okay. Now, I'm sticking with the theory that John Walker and his boy Hoskins, a.k.a. Battlestar, well, my gosh, you know, will end up taking some of that super soldier serum. Here's the thing. Spoilers. Spoilers. If I hadn't already said it, there are spoilers, spoilers throughout this. So if you haven't watched it, it is what it is. But here's the deal. I have a feeling they're going to end up taking the super soldier formula. It was mentioned in this episode that the young lady, Flag Smasher, you know, she grabbed Carly, 
she grabbed 20 vials of the super soldier formula. There were only eight. Okay. Hear what I'm saying? There were only eight. That leaves 12 vials of that super soldier formula left. What makes you think that John Walker and his boy Battlestar Hoskins, let me say it again, Hoskins are not going to go ahead and take it? You know, it's leading to that point. Plus, if you're going to introduce these two into their, for lack of a better term, comic book heroic forms, you need that done. Okay. Just putting it out there. But we get a taste of a few things, which is you starting to see John Walker's true colors. And it goes back to what I said in my last episode. He may have the awards and, um, you know, desire to be Captain America, but he doesn't have the heart. He doesn't know exactly what it means. You know, he looks at this stuff as a mission instead of just doing the right things. As you can see it in this episode, he the, the asshole part comes out a whole lot more. All right? Intentional. If you're not familiar with the character, pick up some comic books. U.S. Agent has a comic book right now. He's not as much of an asshole as he is, as he was, as he is in this show, or as he was in the past in the current comic book, but it is what it is. All right. But this episode actually reduced the chances of one of my theories. And that is they dropped and had the character of Wilfred Nagel instead of Carl Malice. Why is that important? Here goes the deal. I, I had made mention that Carl Malice in the comic books was the scientist who Power Broker went to to recreate this quote unquote superpower giving or power imbuing formula. In this, it was not the case. It was Wilfred Nagel. Now, although I will tell you, Wilfred Nagel was a character from the comic book known as Truth red, white, and black. Mentioned that last week, remember? I hope y'all do. That was the book, uh, excuse me, that introduced Isaiah Bradley. Yes, the black Captain America. Now, Dr. Wilfred Nagel in that comic book was codenamed Dr. Joseph, with an F, Reinstein. And he was a scientist working for Project Rebirth, the experiment that created Captain America during World War II. Now, following the death of Dr. Erskine, who was the one that we remember from Captain America First Avengers, Nagel, not this version of Nagel, but the comic book version of Nagel, was tasked with recreating the super soldier serum for the army. And here's how the story of Red, White, and Black goes. He recruited 300, okay, 300 African-American soldiers who were used as test subjects at a place called Camp Cathart. This was the story that was loosely based on the Tuskegee experiments when it came out in 2003 in the comic book. Now, Isaiah Bradley was the only survivor, and he took on the mantle of Captain America, and we know 
where that got him in the comic books. And it was revealed in last week's episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier where that got him in the MCU, which was imprisoned, experimented upon. They took their liberties. They changed some of the dynamics. But the story seems to be clicking. Okay. Now, here are my two strongest thoughts. And I don't think I'm going to get too deep into it. But being that we're halfway through this six episode series, the roller coaster is going to get to the end of the ride soon. Even though I don't think that this episode really hit the plateau just yet, I think it's going to be a real sharp drop. Because here goes the deal. You know, we got Zemo with the plastic, with the purple, purple mask. We got the fur collar. Thank goodness we didn't get the boots with the fur. I'm glad we didn't do that. We got them clubbing up in Madripoor. We make that's an X-Men reference. We had Zemo talking about a few things that could possibly be a Latveria and Dr. Doom reference. Look for it. You'll see it. Check it out. Think about it. But the bottom line is this. With the introduction of. I believe who I think it was Oye. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that who it was? Basically, the the Wakandan agent revealed at the end of the episode. Oh man, Bucky's gonna have some hard choices to make. And I really think that the choices Bucky is going to make is going to lead into him finally excising his own personal demons, hopefully. Or they're just going to leave him as the troubled soul. Now, Sam, on the other hand, he's learning some serious lessons. I really think that he will be, and I'm theory again, he will be Captain America in the next movie movie. And we will see him as Captain America at the end of this series. And possibly at odds with the U.S. government again. though. It will be a different type of relationship instead of what they got now, which, you know, is kind of thing. Um, bringing back a Sharon Carter, something fishy about her. I don't know if she's still working with Fury or maybe she's turned. I don't think so, but something just seems off. And that fight she had, um, and then just all of a sudden, I, it, Hopefully it wasn't just shitty writing, but for her employee to show up in a clean car and just after all that killing and shooting and blowing up shit, you know, it just seemed too inconvenient. But anyway, too damn convenient, let me say. But anyway, hey, if you like what I'm talking about, share your theories in the comments. Please like, share, subscribe so you don't miss out on any of my other thoughts. Check me out next week after episode four. And also check me out on Sunday, 6 p.m. for a live stream and something totally different as we record the podcast for my channel, Going Full Nerd. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Man, this is just what, this, this show is just so deep, and it, it, I don't know what to say anymore. But, hey, it is what it is. Say it with your chest now, say it with your chest now I'm young, I'm free Can't nobody take